Warning, I can see your lips moving. This episode contains not uno, not dos, but tres amigos. Let's get to the show. A martini shaken. No! Shocking. Welcome to Shaking Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode 150, the thing that Willis was talking about, Fuzzy Dan. <laughs> How you doing? Good, thank you. Excellent. How was your New Year's? My New Year's was excellent. I watched uh, Jojo Rabbit again because it's amazing. It is damn good. I drank some champagne. Mm, champagne. Like a fancy man. Fancy man. Oh, fancy pants. Had some chocolate <laughs> and um, went to bed at 12.30 because... After it's... hanging out with your parents, <laughs> I <Yeah>. heard. <laughs> Woo! Ooh, cool. Cool Big dude. One. Big one. Uh, on his shoulders is the man who single-handedly slaughtered the fabled Hydra of old Doody Dootrim. Yes, yes. Thank you one and all for having me on this illustrious show. You're welcome. Not a problem. I'm I mean, glad to have you every week. I'm glad you turned up this week because... I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and back by popular demand. Not to mention the fact he was running short on cash and that he was banned from 39 of the 44 European countries. The man who needs no introduction, but he's going to get one anyway. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. He's back in pod form. Tom, the spicy team comments. Hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> Tom's actually not here this week. <laughs> he is very, very sick. He has a fever, uh, Saturday night or dengue, I am not sure. Of 103. Hot-blooded. Mm. Check it and see. <laughs> Why did that get weirdly sexual? <laughs> anyway, it's news time. It's a top ten news Number 10 piece of news um, Just a warning for this one uh, Spicy Tim sent me through these news articles <laughs> in, a, in a fever <laughs> In a fever So I've only got a screenshot of the list of things in here Read it word for word please <laughs> Word for word Any other follow up questions <laughs> Will be referred to next week When Spicy Tim returns You better be listening <laughs> Punk Punk Yeah please uh, submit your questions him. in written form He'll be asleep Number 10 Uh, Number 10, the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Arts has awarded Parasite the best film of 2019. Wow. That is the the ACTA Awards. Uh, A-C-T-A. Yep. Uh-huh. There we go. And uh, Quentin Tarantino has Tintin won the... Quarantino. Tintin Please, Quarantino. Like Tom would say it. <laughs> Please. Uh, has been awarded the best director. For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. What? Yeah, Why? Th- I feel this is the, the, the Tarantino um, circle jerk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, everyone who loves him, he's got this yeah. what twenty minute standing ovation at, um, <clears throat> yeah, go for it. Ah, uh, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah, with a cameraman. Did you watch that? The, the, the cameraman got awkwardly close to everybody, like literally uh, right up in your face. I have not seen it. And he goes around and, and like literally does each of the main actors, and it's hilarious. Uh, it's, I don't. That's so weird. And Tarantino, he's looking at Tarantino right in his face for like five minutes, and Tarantino's just standing there going. Yeah, okay. okay, that's enough now. That's enough. Please, please <laughs> it's stop. It's on YouTube the whole 20 minutes. Oh it's God. hilarious. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. I don't know if anyone's watched this yet. Uh, faith-based. What the what? fuck? Yeah, okay. We'll move on for that one. <laughs> There's please? a new trailer for a movie called Faith-based. Uh-huh. We have not seen that. No, we have not. Thanks, Tom. It wasn't in the chat, so we didn't watch it. Moving on. Faith-based. We have yeah. nothing let's, let's, about let's, it. Let's guess. Our, our friends at the Super Movie Brothers, when Jay reviews a movie, Dave tries to guess what the synopsis yeah. of okay. the film is. Sure. What is faith-based? Uh, I'm uh, going to say... I'll, I'll look it up and you guys guess. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. You I would it? like to say it is the story of a young L. Ron Hubbard uh, rising to Ooh, power, I like it. I like it. forming his own religion and indoctrinating Tom Cruise. I was going to say it was a religious-based cooking show. Ooh, faith based. <laughs> faith Ooh. based. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, Interesting. Fuzzy, you got it yet, or should we keep guessing? Yeah, keep guessing. Keep guessing. All right. 
Um, I can't get away from the Scientology part. All right, all right. maybe, maybe I can't get away from wait. Jesus putting a turkey <clears throat> in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the story of the dad from Seventh Heaven. How uh, he got? Yes, yes. Any more guesses? Um, maybe it's a documentary about the fandom, the nerddom, and the some of the pure toxicity that comes out of the Star Wars community. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Catholic Church. <laughs> Okay, could, could be both. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. The toxicity, fandom, and nerddom of the Catholic Church. Um, this yes. could be it. I don't know. Cause, Read uh, it aloud. Let's go. Uh, when two idiot friends realise all faith-based films make buckets of cash, they set out on a mission to make one of their own. That could be okay. Story. Could be Who's it. in it? Who's in it? Um, Luke Barnett. Who? That name rings a bell. Lance Reddick. I know Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick's a... He's, he's the concierge from uh, John yeah. Wick. Yeah. Ah, ah, here we go. Here's yeah. one you'll remember. Jason Alexander. Ooh. Ooh. There we go. George Sands, yeah. Uh, Mar- Margaret Cho is in there. Uh-huh. Um, David Kushner. Dave, Dave Keckner. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's, there's some comedians, comedians. It must be really hard to find in Google because when I type it in, it's seven best Christian movies coming in theatres. <laughs> yeah. Faith-based. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's Jimmy a lot of that. Disney. Hence why I asked you to fill it out for a little bit. <laughs> Rob Schneider is faith based. <laughs> Rob Schneider puts a turkey in the oven. That's right, Rob Schneider's <laughs> my Jesus. There we go. So we didn't see the teaser trailer. No, we did not. <laughs> Number eight. Let me get back to my other thing. Here we go. Danny Trejo <laughs> also stars in Glenn Danzig's Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Amazing. That's some great news, Tom. I'd love any context <laughs> to those movies. I mean, there was this is also stars. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> what Straight after what's, 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 what's the movie called? What's the movie called? Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Maybe he's already in Faith Based. All right. Uh, uh, how about, how about you guys try to try to do a synopsis? For this? It's actually hold on. Go up. Death Rider the in the top, House. Of- the top. Fucking holy shit. <laughs> the top thing is what you just read. <laughs> Danny Trejo also stars in Glenn Danzig's Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Also, it, like, what's the other thing that he also Tom, is in? Context, please. <laughs> um, he there's also no plot. It's, just a West, it's a Western horror, horror film directed by Glenn Danzig. Yes. Uh, right, written by uh, Glenn Danzig. And... Uh, <laughs> Jason Alexander, Margaret Cho, <laughs> Hans Reddick, Julian Sands, Danny Trejo, Devin Sawa. Oh, yeah, Devin Sawa. Glenn Ooh, Danzig's yeah. in the film as well, guys. Of course he is. And of course. This sounds like a Typical real... Typical Danzig. This sounds like a real Tommy Wiseau fest. Yeah. It could be awful, but it could be good. It could be. And Tom thought it's good enough to be in the news. <laughs> also so in the it'll news. it'll be good. This is also in the news as oh. opposed to... The, yeah. Did he do Hangover? This Glenn no, Danzig no. guy. Danzig is the, the, the musician. Danzig. Mm. The song Mother. Oh, okay. Mm. Mother. Number seven. Number seven on the most informative piece of news program ever. Uh, Quentin Torrentino <laughs> aiming for a four-hour cut of Once Upon a Time in Nobody Hollywood. Nobody wants it, but I'll watch it. Oh, I'll watch it. I don't want really? it, but I'll see it. I want to see how the fight between Bruce Lee and Brad Pitt Oh, no, it ends with Zoe Bell coming out and yelling at him, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I think there's going to be more of... Talking? Manson. More cameos? More Manson. Because he was only oh, in yeah, it for that like, for one scene. scene he, he was in it for the, the equivalent of the trailer of this movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I reckon there's going to be probably more of him. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're probably right. As if they couldn't make this film <laughs> any more boring. I know. More drawn out. Give us more Manson. <laughs> the, the man who people thought was so well casted just because he looks a bit like a serial killer. Mm. Who's a bit creepy? I have no fucking idea. Oh, Here we go. Tippy tappy, tippy tappy, tippy tappy. Let's move on while you look it up. Number six. Number six. The new mutants is set to hit theaters on April three in its original form. No changes or integration of reshoots. What a fucking waste of money. <laughs> what a waste of time, cash, and everyone's hopes. Honestly, who cares? No like, one cares anymore. Like, Maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. When Dark Phoenix had not shat all over X-Men. Oh, <laughs> man, that movie. It was like, uh, oh, no, people aren't understanding Star Wars Episode Nine correctly. First you watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> then you, no, first you watch Hellboy. Then you watch Dark Phoenix. Then you watch Star Wars. <laughs> this is the original trilogy. Yeah. That's yeah. a meme that I found. They, that's not my opinion on Star Wars. They probably It's the three horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Did you find Charles Manson, the not. actor? I did not. Oh, my God. There we go. Staying up to date with the latest and greatest news from six months ago. Signal nerd. <laughs> Number five. Is it just Ch- I think he's just Charlie. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Damon Herriman. Who's cool. also- he's, a, he's an Australian, I believe. So yes, he was born in Adelaide. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Adelaide. Oh, wow. Yes, what a nice insight. He was also in Mindhunter, Lamb of God, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and probably Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you've got See, a fifty-fifty chance there. The way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five, Disney confirms Star Wars: The Clone Wars season seven will be available to stream on hey, Disney Plus from February seventeenth. I'm excited. Who's Tell. not excited? That's amazing. I haven't watched any of it. Should you watch? Have you still you got should Disney? watch it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's, I don't pay for it, so it's a it's the first two seasons are very kid friendly. They're like, we clones gotta go get them clankers, and they're shooting bots and stuff. And then after a while, like, I still maintain that clankers is a racist term, by the way. Damn clankers! Like for droids? Yeah, it's a racist term for droids. And then, like by the third season, the 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 production department realized that you know hardcore fans are watching mm. this as well. So then they oh, start. Oh wait, adults are watching this. Yeah, <laughs> increase uh, porn. <laughs> Make a porn parody quickly. <laughs> so they they start to introduce um, some darker elements, stuff like that. They bring in Savage Press. They oh, do a lot with that's Savage awesome. Press's story is fantastic. Of Darth course, Maul's we get brother. The, we get oh. the return of Darth Maul. Uh, Savage Press, uh, voiced by shit. He was in an episode a of the Mandalorian. B- a bag of gravel. No, he was, uh, <laughs> was in the Mandalorian. Who he was, was he? Um, uh, he was in the prison Nick episode. Nolte? The prison episode. <laughs> he was the guy oh, with the, the horn. Bill- oh, Clancy. Clancy oh, no. uh, Brown. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He's wow. also in Rebels as well. So Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr. He's not. Space <laughs> Bill Jersey. Burr was pretty funny. that. Hey, have we finished all finished watching the Mandalorian? Yeah. 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 That, that Darksaber. Yes. Comes up, up in the Clone yeah, Wars. Heard, Clone Wars on Rebels. Ad, yeah. 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 Huge storyline. And I, I watched the, the last episode with uh, Little Fuzz. He literally jumped out of his seat when he saw that happening. Mm. And he was like so excited. And then I told him that the next season was coming out in a year's time. And he was devastated. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> right around the house. <laughs> Shitting on the walls. There's, there's in Galaxy's Edge, you can go into this like massive sort of collectible store, and they've got uh, replica lightsaber hilts, and you get the blades to plug and shit like that of uh-huh. all the like Vaders and Lukes and so on and so forth. Boring um, snore. Who wants that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, that explains it. <laughs> Dave just came back from Galaxy's Edge, and he went up to the person at the counter saying, "Do you have the dark saber? I'd like to purchase the dark saber." And he goes, "They go, not yet." Oh, teaser from a random source. And that person was fired later that day. (laughs) There's also a. uh, uh, You can, in that store, you can buy uh, kyber crystals to put in your custom lightsaber to change Mm. the color of it. So if you've made a red one, you want to change it to green, you can buy a green crystal. There is a black crystal hidden inside a red kyber crystal case. So people are going there every day and just buying a red kyber crystal and opening it on YouTube to try and get the black crystal Mm. inside the case. How much are the crystals? Do we know? 10 bucks. 10 bucks, that's a fucking bargain. Right? To get a brand, pretty much a brand new <laughs> lightsaber. I mean, yeah, for a kyber crystal. crystal like, it's just yeah, yeah but crystal. you can put that in the saber that you already have. Yes. To make it a different made, color. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of brand new. Either that's that all, that's got, all that matters. You end up with like 50 red kyber crystals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want this potentially black kyber crystal? I have already opened it. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Number four in the worst named thing ever, Marvel's WandaVision's spring Fuck. 2021 release has been moved up oh. to 2020. Oh. So we're going to be able to see in WandaVision. It, def- hey. it definitely sounds like like a Vision thing. It is. From the, the, the 70s, yep. right? You know? Yeah. Now in Technicolor. <laughs> now in WandaVision. I feel like the text or the, like the, the font for that show is going to be in that 50s the, style. Yep, yeah. I completely agree. I think it's going to be based on Tom King's run of Vision, which was pretty fucking good. If anything. Is that the one where they, um, they're like domestic? Like, yeah. Vision makes his own family and they're like a, they're living just domestically in a house. And then, like, his kids and his wife, like, turn murderous and kill people. Isn't that inside someone's head, though? No, no, no. It's a, it's a book. That's, uh, that's pretty it's, dark it's for a... It's fantastic. It's pretty dark for does, a Disney film, though. Where does Wanda come into this? She doesn't in the book. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a TV show based on them both. I mean, it could be that Wanda makes Vision again and then he has... That he's not right. Because ah. when Vision makes... Who knows? I'm just or talking. could it be just set, 
sort of like the Black Widow movie is going to be set like before uh, they're living as, they're Scotland, living in Scotland yeah, in yeah and they're exactly. eating deep fried Mars, Mars bars exactly yeah. it's just a <laughs> wacky rom-com the, that's the one thing I need to see I need to see Vision eating a deep fried Mars bar done show over it's terribly well balanced <laughs> <laughs> season <Jesus>. complete <laughs> It's always such a fitting sound after some <laughs> news bits. Uh, number three, Cat uh, expected to lose seventy-one million after all ancillaries. So, who's surprised? No, no one. one. Yeah. I, although I'm, I'm actually kind of keen to go see this at the cinema. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. I need I, to hear your thoughts. I, I said kinda, we should go see it drunk. I'm. A, I'm you just want to do everything drunk. Someone, did someone drunk. bring that up the other day, like last week? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because Mon was here. <laughs> Yeah, Mon will bring it up. <laughs> Look, alcohol makes bad things better. <laughs> it certainly does. That's why Cat's with me. <laughs> Come see Cat. He's always Ellie. drunk. Uh, um, there was a... I put a photo up just because we hadn't posted on Facebook and uh, Instagram in a while. Just a random photo of Cat's at JBI. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a pretty fucking savage comment, I think, from Troy from the uh, Great Mates podcast. Saying like, oh look, you can see the price of this city is the exact amount of box office taking for this film. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Uh, wow. Oh look, yeah, that city is worth the entire box office takings of the movie. Amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's incredible. Like I can't believe it's still out there. I know that they've also pulled uh, their submission for Oscar contention. Yes, off. I saw that. So they you know had originally submitted it, and now they've gone. No, we mm. don't want to be considered. Clearly, because they won't be. Clearly, because they're going to be too busy. Yep. Taking up all the Razzies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mitch says probably be- uh, probably be- the CD is probably better than the movie due to the lack of Uncali Valley slapping you in the face constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that one, the, the new meme they've got with the cat. It's a cat lying down. It's got like a Hannibal Lecter face on the front of it. <laughs> Did you see the Obi-Wan uh, meme yeah. that I put up? It's like Garfield 2004 looks pretty good. And it's like cats now. No, R2, we need to be going up, not down. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm they've reduced the amount of screenings at... My cinemas oh. to like one. I, I really? don't know. Th- one I don't know if they're showing it in my local anymore. It's it's, it's not. It's not getting it. It's and crazy. It's funny because there's a lot of older people that come in. It's like, I wonder if you're showing cats. And I was like, eh, you see, really. knives out. Knives out is better. Yeah, just <laughs> you need to see, see anything else. Yeah, you to need to see see there, None of us have seen cats. I, a listener of ours, Ivan. Absolutely, 100% believes that Ollie has seen the film. <laughs> he came up to me at gym and went, your mate Ollie, like, he swears he hasn't seen the film yet. He was pulling shit out going, oh, this guy does this, and they're directed by this, and he plays Dom Bomb Bibble over there and all that sort Dom of stuff. Dom Bibble. It's Runtime Tiger, thank you very much. <laughs> See? Thank you. If I'd reckon uh, you've seen the film. Ivan, I have not, I promise. I'd be, willing to, I'd, be willing, I'd be willing to bet my remaining testicle. <laughs> <laughs> he bet his other testicle saying he hasn't watched... I don't know. Go on. <laughs> um, uh, Demolition Man came to mind, but I knew that was your film. Uh, also, oh, no, go on. Also, Incognito Comics. Oz, Oz's mum, Bev. Mm-hmm. That's her favourite movie is Demolition Man of all time. Really? Yep. Oh, oh God, Bev. we should have had her on the show. We need to get Bev on the oh, show for sure. She's trying to get Oz to watch it. And Oz is like, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm like, look, it's it's stupid action 90s fun. Just wait till they bring out a Criterion edition. Yeah, of- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, I have to complete the set. <laughs> yeah. All right, number two. Number two, uh, Disney finishes 2019 without a record smashing $13.2 billion at the box office. Wow. I think the top 10 films uh, box office wise of 2019, nine of them were Disney, and Warner Brothers had one for Joker. Mm. Yeah. And then everything else was Disney. That's it's crazy. crazy. It's nuts. Well, that's what happens when you own the market. Yeah, yeah. It's like they own. Welcome to real life, people. <sighs> Paramount, Universal, Warner Brothers—they're the main three that are left. Besides, yes, not for thing. long. Not for long. No. <laughs> Soon, we will own the dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, now we don't have a reporter in the field this week, but we have a special segment that I like to call "What's Not in the Bag." It's been a while. <laughs> What's in Ollie's bag? Never gets old. So, I don't know if you guys have been to any service stations, supermarkets lately. I hear crinkles. Uh, Yes. Put the mic. It will be a loud one, just forewarning. Oh, my God. Oh. We have. Oh, Oh, it's hideous. I need need to to film this. What on (laughs) earth? Smith's has released... (laughs) Lamington flavored chips, ladies oh. and gentlemen. 
If you'd like to see this, head over to our Instagram page. I will <laughs> Fuzzy put this is <laughs> horrified. It's got like Genuinely fucking sickening. sparkles on the bag too. Yes. Oh. Now, Lamington Chips, uh. fair dinkum. Uh. It's the ultimate Aussie snacking mashup. Uh. As a bit of fun, we uh. asked our Smith's flavour team if they could make Lamington flavoured chips. They actually did it and we think they're beaut. That's horrifying. They, that sounds they like put something Scott this. Morrison would yeah. like. <laughs> we asked our team. That's what he's giving the firefighters. <laughs> hey guys, you want some Lamington crisps? Shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, why no one wants to shake his hand because they're covered they in crisps from Lamington chips. <laughs> the thing on the back, I wonder if that was like, we asked them to make Lamington flavored chips as a joke. And they actually did it. <laughs> now we have to try and sell them. I like how, was it Smith's did a Bunnings flavored one and it was just oh, yeah, snag and onions? Sausage, onion. sausage, sausage yeah. and onions. Oh, okay. I'm like, perfect. Oh, it should not. <laughs> Just you know, smell. you know, it smells like a lamington, but that's what, not uh, what you want from a bag of oh chips. Oh God! <laughs> you know what the most pet peeve? Oh. <laughs> you know what the most pet peeve thing is about uh, when people listen to podcast is that smells <laughs> fucking off. <laughs> you can smell it's both the chips and the lamington at the same time. I know. All right, come on. It's come hideous. On. Yeah, give come it on. All right. People, all, all people's the same most time. hated thing is Just eating take a on bunch. Podcast. Take a bunch. Oh, oh no! Take I'm, a bunch. Ta- I'm taking one. Take a bunch. I'm taking one. Ah, come on. Hang on. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. All right. We had go. a buzz. All right. I'm still Sorry, filming and the, the camera gentlemen. is... Sorry. But this, that, this has to happen. It's <laughs> 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 genuinely awful. Oh, <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why? No, no, no. I don't want it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it now. Eat it. You oh. have to eat it. <laughs> It's oh. so bad. Oh, oh. Why? Why does it taste like jam? Oh, why? I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. The worst part is it's it's the texture of a potato chip with the taste of desiccated coconut and, and jam. jam. It's in my mouth. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. That's so Who on earth? No, no, to, hang on. They're going to go in the bin, right? Yes. I'm going to take those home and put them in a container and leave oh. them in the pantry. <laughs> please, please do. Anyone want a lamington? Awful. <laughs> I'm going to put them in a container, put them oh. in the pantry so no one knows what flavour they are, and then oh, just wait. Oh. That. Uh, do you remember when. <laughs> I almost spat that out. It's it so when, bad. When Lay's teamed up with. Um, oh. with Cadbury and they made those like chocolate coated yeah. chips. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little Just bit smell like them that. Again. No, no, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you know who loves coconut? Ian? Oh, yeah, no, no one those. loves that. That's uh, that's the worst. I'm so, thing I'm ever. so. I feel like sorry. I need to eat a bounty to wash my mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get some don't you fucking coconut. say that? Don't you dare say Bounties that? Bounties are fantastic. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, comics, you want them, they got them. Whether you want those sweet, sweet collectibles or them sweet, sweet comics, Incognito Comics has you covered. With their exemplary customer service and their friendly AF, Doug, you won't want to leave. Ever wondered what a comic book library looks like? Well, come and buy and find out. Uh, their new shop so located... I'm so sorry. I'm still in my mouth. It's so awful. It's, it's in my teeth, yeah. and I keep tasting it. <laughs> Their new shop located at 32B Bignall Road, Moorabbin, that's 32B Bignall Road, Moorabbin, has some lamington chips in here, guys, so come over and try them. Get rid of them. Burn it with fire. Easy to use website can be a one-stop shop for all your nerdy needs, and if you can't find what you're looking for, they'll help you however they can. So look no further than Incognito Comics. Find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or search Incognito Comics on all your relevant social media platforms. Thank you, Domino's, for being loved and sponsors of the show. This week's episode show, of show, show, uh, show, show. Some Like It Slapped, which is a another show, official uh, podcast show, of show, show. Comics, uh, where they review the weekly releases of comic books. And uh, this week is, I believe, Star Wars episode, uh, Star Wars episode one, Star Wars issue one, which is set directly after episode five. Stop scratching your tongue. Why is he trying to scrape his tongue? It's all, it's all over it. <laughs> it's stuck. Oh. It's meshing with my DNA. Uh, okay, so Star Wars comics. Yeah, uh, issue, yeah okay. issue one. It's set. Dr- it, the book starts 
like opens with the page of spoilers of uh, Luke getting his hand cut off. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! But like that's the when the... does that happen in the news? <laughs> I know I never yeah. saw that. That's you know definitely not in my Star Wars. No, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it, it starts directly after the end of uh, episode five. Okay, nice. So, yeah, some like it slab. Check it out. There we go. Thank you, Duty, no for that problem. lovely, lovely plug. We have a movie we're reviewing this week, gentlemen. Yeah. Do we have our number one piece of news? <laughs> Did we just miss that? I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. This week's most up-to-date news and the smoothest running... The lavender chips have fucked me. Yeah, yeah, we did did have a report in the field, so then we did Watson Ollie's back. Fine. Yeah, Lamington chicks, chicks. Yep, Lamington chicks. Stick with it. Uh, <laughs> fucked us badly. Running with it. <laughs> Similar L. Jackson's <laughs> Lamington chicks. Uh, and uh, yeah, fair enough. What is the number one piece of news? Number one piece of news is a quiet place part two. The official trailer. I did watch the trailer. Um, it looks like it's going to have some some like back and forth in regards to time flashbacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they can put John Krasinski back in the film. <laughs> Yes, he wasn't in the trailer. That. Just for those who haven't watched it, uh, but yeah. do you reckon they they will? It seemed to focus on uh, Cillian Murphy. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, did I like not him. recognize him. No, no neither. Yeah. Until like some like scenes later in the trailer, I'm like, hey, that's Scarecrow. Yeah. He that's looks- the guy from Red Eye. <laughs> Go on. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Uh, Another dark, one. The Dark Knight. Uh, ah, Twenty eight days later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Mm. He's in the Dark Knight for like. Three minutes, maybe? He's in the Dark Knight Rises d- for two. I would just say that he's actually the Scarecrow and then the Dark Knight, which is the, the same no. series. No. <laughs> what fell? He was in 28 Days Later. He was yes. in Dunkirk. Yeah. Woo! Fuck. <laughs> My God. Can we record that for our <laughs> yes. <official> spoilers? Spoilers. <laughs> Woo! Our official Dunkirk chat warning. <laughs> No, but this trailer looks a lot of fun. It, it looks like it looks there's... way scarier. I still haven't yeah, seen already. the you fucking kidding me? Yeah, bro. What? Uh, I oh, went I'm on, sorry. I, yeah, on... I mean, you watched Bird Box, so you don't really need to see it. <laughs> Five uh, times. I watched Bird Box and uh, Steve Pus- No, Steve, Steve Buscemi. No, Stanley Tucci's The Silence. Oh, here we go. Yeah. We've had this conversation that like three really weeks awful. in a row now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need uh, to have it again because I need to, I need to understand. Daylight Commando just to keep the weeks going. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I went onto a YouTube thing and just went like everything that happened in the, the Quiet Place, and I'm like, okay, okay. in the movie. Tell me, tell me what happened in the Quiet Place. We don't know where these things come from. Yes, one of the kids dies because one of the other, the deaf kid, gives the kid his rocket ship back and puts batteries in it, and it causes the monster to come kill him. Mm-hmm. And then Emily Blunt falls pregnant, and then the monsters try to attack the house, and then they're about to kill his kids in the car. And then uh, Jim from the office gets out, screams, dies, sacrifices himself, and the Quiet Place too. <laughs> I want to just put that in a clip. Just that as the just review. What's, what's the synopsis? Well, what happened to the first one? Well, uh, Jim for me. <laughs> I mean, there are a couple of things uh, that you've yeah, missed out of that, too. and there's a lot of you've tension the in the entire film. middle of the film. And there's a lot of tension in the like the way mm. they play with sound in this film is fantastic. Mm. And ah, the waterfall and uh, going into the basement. A lot, a lot of that stuff's re- yeah. a lot of fun, but it's just that that tension that's created, and the, also the tension in the audience when you're mm. trying to open up, you know, a bag, know, a bag of lollies, a bag of Lamington chips, <laughs> a bag of Lamington chips. I think, I quiet, think quiet, 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 quiet. <laughs> uh, oh, it smells like ass. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like Bigfoot's dick. I, I see you want some Lamington crisps. That, that's also the sound effect you hear. Get like, out, sir. <laughs> When you go to, when you go to a Star Wars movie and it comes up with the Lucasfilm logo mm. or like a long time ago in a Galaxy Far Far Away, all you hear is that because you hear people opening their shit, getting ready. At least they're doing it then. They're, like if you're a dickhead, like I think Ollie's talked about this before. If you're a dickhead who opens up their stuff halfway through a film, get the fuck out. That's just not. Fuck out. I'm not here paying sixteen dollars to listen to you open. Yeah, up my things. only crinkly noise that I get when I generally go to the movies is my chalked up, and that bitch done before the ads are done. Right? It's it's done. Fucking deja vu. We had this exact. Same conversation last week. I just, again. It needs to be said. It, it needs to be reiterated because I what I had this at the gentleman last night. People were like halfway through the film. Speaking of the gentleman, yep. This is our segue. Oh, okay. We're going to say the name of the movie oh, okay. that we're reviewing. Perfect segue. Yeah, Great pl- way to finish the pl- news. Pl- yeah, pl- pl- yeah. <laughs> Gee, this episode. I hope people. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Smooth. <laughs> Woo! Casa Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Order in the court. 
The Gentleman. Yes. Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman. Yes. yes. 2020, technically, the first film that I have seen in 2020. Yes. Thank you very much, Warner Brothers, for sending Ian and I. In 2019. Yes. Yep. In the past. Yes. Um, so, does anyone want to give us a synopsis? Duty, you're very good at them. Yes, he is. <laughs> a la the Quiet way- Place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. The uh, way you've described films you haven't seen, I'm, I'm keen I, to see what I, you do I, with I, films I, that I you did, have. I did have to describe, Possibilities are endless. I did have to, to give a brief synopsis to my parents-in-law who went and saw this yesterday. They're like, mm. oh, what's it about? I'm like, I saw them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they messaged me like, is, does Ollie work at said cinema? I went, yes, he does. And then they told me they saw it. They did. Yes. I, was, um, I was in the middle of something and they caught me off guard because all I heard was, Ollie. And I looked over, and at first I didn't recognize them. I knew I knew them, but I couldn't remember how because I was like thinking about 40 things at once. And then I went over and shook his hand. And I was like, oh, hey guys, how are you going? You're seeing the gentleman? And they're like, oh yeah. And they hadn't been taken through to their movie yet. Yeah. And they were, looked like they were getting a little annoyed at someone else. And so I was just like, I'll take you through now. And I looked after them. And I'm like, have you ordered? And they're like, yeah, we've got everything. I'm like, well, you know, I wear the tie around here. I have some influence. <laughs> I actually said that to them, by the way. This isn't me just chatting shit. <laughs> they they would have they like, nah, 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 it's fine. after that, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 look, I have given people free stuff before if I yes. like them and I like... I'm like coming to your so. cinema. Yeah, well, you just fucking make the drive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, gentlemen. Uh, it is uh, Matthew McConaughey, who is sort of the, the head of a large marijuana business. Puff. Sticky bush. Tea. T, yes, mm. T. Um, mm. Business, and uh, he is quietly looking at uh, stepping down, and a heroin empire tries to come in and take it. That's pretty fucking good. There we go. That's pretty good. Synopsis complete. Yep. Too. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy shoots guns in there. Charlie Hunnam. He's actually pretty good in this. Re- he's really good in this. Is he British? Yes. yes. Okay. But could, this is not remember. his real accent. So his real accent uh, sounds like he's putting on a fake accent. So instead of doing that fake accent, he, he put a on a cockney accent. Awesome. Which was weird. It was weird. I couldn't really tell if he was like sort of Scottish descent with British. It's just yeah. sort of a mishmash of UK. Like Honestly, yeah. watch some interviews with Charlie Hunnam and like, the way he talks normally is bizarre. He sounds odd. Yeah. It's a fantastic cast. It's odd film dude. As well. Yeah, oh, yeah, huge cast. So we've got uh, McConaughey. We've got uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, we do have... Uh, go for it. Go on. Go Colin. on. Colin Farrell. Thank you. There I, I said the Colin Farrell or Colin Firth because I said to Mon's parents, I went, oh, yeah, Colin Firth is in there. Really? Who was it? I'm like, it was the boxing guy. What's that, Colin Firth? And I'm Colin like, Firth. Say the Colin Firth or Colin Farrell. They go, it's Colin Farrell. Colin like, it's not Colin Firth. It's like, not in any way Colin Firth. <laughs> Colin the same F- lines. Uh, Hugh Grant was in this. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> uh, he's having a lot Dockery, of fun in this film. Jeremy Strong, Henry Golding of uh, Last Christmas fame. <laughs> was he also in? He was in something else. Uh, <laughs> not not that it matters. But he's crazy rich Asians. That's it. I didn't. I did. A simple favor. Ah, he was Henry in a simple Golding. favor. Yeah, mm. he's good in that. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic cast mm. in, in this film. Uh, Eddie Marsan, who has actually had a few. He was in. One of your favourite movies, did he? Uh, World's End. Yes, yeah. yes. He was O-Man. No, no, he wasn't O-Man. He was the kid that got picked on and then beat the shit out yeah. of the robot the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was fucking good. I, lo- I reckon that he I actually still had, had salt on my lips. One of Yuck. the best <clears throat> One of the best lines in that was when they go to, uh, like the boxing guys go to pick him up. And he goes, hey, spunk bubble, move the fucking van. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a pro, it's, it's, it's Guy Ritchie sort of returning to his form in regards to British gangster mm. after but it's the tragedy that is King Arthur. Oh yeah, and Aladdin. Oh yeah, he did, <sighs> did do Aladdin. Did you forget that? Well, did, he, did. did he actually do Aladdin successfully or- until you remember? Until you reminded me. Thank you very much. <laughs> I will say Aladdin was a lot better than Lion King. We're talking about the gentleman. Anyway. We're talking about Guy Ritchie though. Like let's, like, yeah, we have point. to talk about Ritchie him. Film. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's a fantastic cast. Uh, it's, I would say it's, it's my f- it's Hugh Grant's best movie, in, hands mm, down. I mm. absolutely love Hugh Grant in this. Ian and I constantly turned to each other, play a game with me, Raymond. And I said, play a fucking game with me, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we'll go to the gym and go, look at all these fucking licorice all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh. he, was, he was pretty amazing. He was having a lot of fun to it. Yeah. yeah. So, which, which is great. Like you, you love to see people enjoying their role because yes. it becomes a lot more natural. And I think you watch him do his character and then you look at Charlie Hunnam do his yeah. and Charlie Hunnam is forcing it by comparison. Yeah. I, 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 see, I see what you mean. Yeah. But I think that was his 
character. He was meant to be refined and relaxed and sort of like he in was, charge all the time. He was trying to be cool. Yeah. He was trying to be cool. He was pretty fucking cool. I, with thought, it was, I thought it was great. But you've got, you've got those two guys and then you've got someone like Colin Farrell who comes in and so he, good. he immediately owns it. Naturally cool. So yeah. good. I, I, the, I, those amazing jumpsuits he's wearing so the whole funny. time. I have Just, said yeah. to, to Ian and Mon multiple times, I want the glasses he wears in that mm. film as my everyday glasses. The, like uh, those big rectangular square ones. I don't know got. if it would work. Just seventy every- speed dealer yeah. glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it would work in your style. Unless you, you want to start yeah, wearing yeah. plaid matching tracksuits. <laughs> Tartan tracksuits. I did, I did yeah. like White that he, he goes and gets fish and chips. Then someone tries, oh, Steph, you did cut. Really? That's the best you got? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on, mate. Make it fast. Make it snappy. He's like, fuck you. He's like, that's all you got? <laughs> <laughs> and it just starts slapping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. I, I think, yeah, like him, it was between him and Hugh Grant. It was like the, the best characters yeah. in this film. The most, I suppose, fully coloured f- characters. Yeah. Yes. And Guy Ritchie's always known for those characters. Mm. Like you look at, you were talking about watching Snatch or starting to watch yeah. Snatch again. Very colourful characters. They were all mm. quite unique identities. Yeah. yeah. And I find the rest of this film, they were kind of a little bit bland by comparison. Maybe Henry yeah. Golding's character was a li- had a little bit of colour to him, um, but I just think there was just something about those two that just stood out so much. Yeah, more. yeah, I, I, I agree. I think now you've sort of mentioned it, I see it more. Mm. But they like Snatch set, even just in the beginning when they have like the title cards of the characters, that sort of uh, gives them their own sort of introduction. Yes, while in, a, in a, a way, bit yeah. Of, yeah, like mm. a bit of story, like. Gorgeous George and like fucking the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> and the rest. But of like, them. it gives you like, one of the like third build characters. It's like it gives you <laughs> a sense of who you're watching. Yeah, instantly. Yeah, rather than having to build it up. So maybe it's just that build up that. Yeah. Oh, okay. maybe they they maybe just they focused on too few characters. Yeah. Like obviously the main characters and that happens in a movie, but can't immediately focus on every single person. No, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's it was an intru- like I I've, I found the story for this quite interesting. So they had yeah. um they had a very it was kind of a half and half movie. Half of it was narrated by Hugh Grant yeah. telling a story. It was I guess that was his game that he was playing. Yeah, yeah. And it was I found it weird though because he was it was very much the unreliable narrator. So you don't yeah. know what parts correct. Yeah. And you know some parts Charlie Hunnam's like no 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 he wouldn't have done that he would yeah. you know this is how it happened and yeah you know, they they sort of reshot the scene. It was a bit odd. I know. It sort of threw me a little bit. Yeah. Because every kept- now and then when it happened mm. and Charlie Hunnam would like interject. Yep. It would come back and like, oh, wait, would, did none of that actually happen? Yeah. What is actually, what has transpired and what is Hugh Grant? Guessing. Guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think they've done it in, in some of the other Guy Ritchie movies. They've done like little flashbacks and mm. like the little parts where they're narrating and things are happening, you know, in the story. Mm. But yeah, this was a whole half of the movie, or the, even two thirds of that movie. Yeah, and it's it's crazy amount of time to keep that that bit yeah. up for. So I don't know. That's Apparently, Kate Beckinsale was originally cast in this film, but uh, dropped out two days after shooting began, and Michelle Dockery uh, replaced her. I think that's a good replacement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kate Beckinsale's too busy banging Pete Davidson. <laughs> I mean, it's a full time job. That's true. <laughs> um, did you guys a, like McConaughey in this film? Yes. I did. Yeah, I did. He was cool, okay. especially especially yeah. the the like throughout the film. I'm, I'm sitting there going like, he doesn't really seem like the kind of guy that is sort of like when you, when there's like a some form of criminal underworld where like he's you respect him but he's not necessarily feared and then at the end of the film I'm like oh yeah I wouldn't fuck with him yeah a little like, bit I got that a little bit like um some of the other characters that uh, that have been in the Guy Ritchie movies like you look at like Rock and Roller mm. um you look at oh actually no it's not a Guy Ritchie film Lockstock uh, uh, yeah like some of these guys are like they they're gangsters but they're they're not kind of the like that that nasty level yeah. kind of guy yeah like not the brick top kind of characters fuck I would have Love to see like a, a reference or something to bricked up. Like it was a fucking you know boxing manager or something like that. I was expecting him to come in as like you know Charlie Hunnam's dad or something like that. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> well, I was talking about tea. <laughs> Sipping tea, that'd be fucking great. But yeah, it's there's some interesting ones. Yeah, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's a lot of references or at least a lot of stuff that he's hijacked from previous films, yes. especially Rock and Roller. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff about you know kids going missing and having to go find them and like th- those kind of storylines. Yeah, done in Rock and Roller, probably done 
better in Rock and Roll. Mm. Rock, I haven't seen say. Rock and Roll, so yeah. I'd recommend you, yeah. you watch it. It's a lot of fun. So um, it's uh, it's got some really good act. Again, mm. huge cast in that one yeah. as well. Is that, that the Jerry Butler one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah Jerry Butler. It's got uh, Dandy Newton in there. So it's mm-hmm. yeah. There's some really good people in there that you'd like. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Same kind of storyline involved, like lots of drug deals, like people trying to get out of the game, yeah. and get smart, and yeah. a little bit like um, it's a cross between that and maybe Layer Cake. Haven't seen Layer Cake, but oh, I've, I know I know about it. It's been Watch. around for so long. I've heard enough. So, uh, what do people think in regards to the start of the film? Opens up with McConaughey just going to a bar house for what a pickle egg and a pint, mm. and then it sort of alludes to him being you know, like. Just, we Are see, we talking spoilers? Like, should we talk about negatives? Yeah, and then spoilers. Negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about our positives. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. My only negative for this film, yeah, okay. and it is non-spoiler, is the opening title card sequence. Why? I did not like it. Why? Because I found it's spoiled place. scenes. Because like there, there is a when it, when it introduced like Charlie Hunnam's character and shows like Charlie Hunnam, it shows his character doing something in the, in in the film, and I went, well, cool, that's ruined that sort of element of well, that's ruined something of the film. And then when that scene happens in the film, I'm like, well, I knew he was going to do that because I remember from the title card sequence. And you see it in the trailer. It is the part where he pulls out the gun. So yeah, he pulls out an MP5 from yeah, his coat and shoots it into the air. So like, we, we've seen that in the trailer, and we've also seen that in the title sequence. So you're right. It is something that yeah. you know, we saw coming a mile away. I'm just going to say that's one of the parts that really fucking annoyed me about the film. Was what the the opening sequence? No, no, no. The the the, 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 the part where he pulls out the gun because he's basically chasing somebody for a very long time, and he's running full tit, and his coat is trailing behind yeah, him and going all over the place, and you see nothing, and then he pulls out this gun all of a sudden and then he put goes to put it away and the barrel the is hanging yeah. out the bottom of his it coat. Could, it could it could be it could in be like sort of a stashed higher. You are not did you see how tight his clothes were? You I are know. he is not putting a gun up there. It's, I know. There was no it's, a secret it's, unless he's putting it in a secret pocket. <laughs> it's only an MP5. They're not that it's, big. A, it's a film. It was a fucking big MP5 because it had a massive fucking silencer on the front as well. So yeah, it did have silence yeah. on the front. Of it. it was huge. Yeah. I mean, it, there's no way that it, it didn't, was. It didn't bother me. It just it didn't bother me either. I fucking loved that scene. <laughs> it, it was pretty badass. Yeah, I did, I, I did kind of like that. The, the sort of the scene or two scenes alluding that where like he knocks on the guy's door and it's like please I just want to come in and talk he's like no, fuck off. for the just, both of us and he just like he uh, just steps back and, steps back. <laughs> and then the two heavies yeah. come in yeah he's like suave <laughs> he was fucking cool in yeah. This. yeah yeah and just like when he, yeah, he wants to catch up to the kids to buy their phones so then there's no evidence of someone being killed mm. and there's like alright cool well then pulls out a gun <laughs> I do love that though. He's like everyone's standing around going, oh, "What the fuck?" Drop the cash, kids. Fuck off. We're gonna need those phones, and they just fucking boom. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just these old dudes running after kids. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. And seeing <laughs> there was the oh, who was the there was the big dude in the uh, in the apartment that like uh, mm. he's at the end of the film as well. I can't remember. He's fa- he's incoming. Fa- <laughs> yeah, 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 incoming. <laughs> Anytime he's coming up behind someone, <laughs> so good. I think if if ever you're unsure about how British this film is. There is a line said by one of the, the kids who's talking to the dude at the front next mm. to the Mercedes before the the, the thing happens, yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. And there is a line. Oh, we says, know that we know in a trailer that yeah. the body comes flying out of it. Says Defo uh, he's got he's like, look at these boot cuts. Defo got links to the Jesse. Yeah. Said in a British accent. Yeah. Look at these boot cuts. Steffo got links to the Jesse. Yep. It's fucking British. Oh, yeah. It's so British, this movie. <laughs> but it works. Because it's like, almost, you need subtitles, but a translated subtitle. Yeah. Kat and I started watching Snatch last yeah. night. She needed subtitles. <laughs> it's, it's also better with subtitles as well. Because yeah. it, it sort of helps in regards there's, to a bit of the comedy. Yeah. There's a scene in, like, and that's one of the Guy Ritchie things. There's always mm. like street slang. And there's a scene in Lock Stock, which is his first film. And it's just two geezers talking in a pub. And they basically, they, they're just talking slang the yeah. whole way. And it's subtitled, but in like readable English. <laughs> it's really, it's quite fun. So like he does that quite a bit in his films. It's one of his, like, his catchphrases. Yeah. Uh, well, catch scenes. He, he, do, he did it in King Arthur, which was fucking oh. bizarre. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's you got any negatives? Negatives I do. Um, Jeremy Strong in this film yep. was an absolute fucking waste of space. I didn't mind him. He was a main character. He was, he, he was just dead. He's like, nothing. I think he's probably on purpose, but... Um, yes, but there's a way to play... Fit. Like like plain as 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 but interesting, and he yeah. just wasn't. He was just sucking the energy out of every scene, um, and especially like you've got already got one American in this film. I don't think you need another one in an mm. English gangster film. 
It just seems he, odd. Yeah, yeah, he didn't fit. He's play, he was in a different film. Yeah, he like like Guy Ritchie films are fun. They, they yeah. there's a lot of energy. There's things going on. Yeah, colorful. Like yeah. you said earlier. Yeah. And colorful. There's always action. There's always either someone getting killed violently and yeah. for no reason, um, or you know something funny happening. And he was just none of those none of things. It. He just helped the story. He was a he was a catalyst for other characters to yeah. have more colorful scenes. But he like he's supposed to be this like one of the big kingpins. You know, yeah, going to spend half a billion dollars on you know McConaughey's business. Yeah, and just does nothing. Like there's no menace to him, or I didn't feel. Threatened or like he was gonna like always oh, got a screw mm. loose and he's gonna do something weird. Yeah. As whereas Henry Golding's character, screw loose. Uh, yeah. Screw yeah. loose had some stuff going on. Yeah. Like does a lot of stuff. There's a couple of that. There was that one scene where he was like, oh shit, things yeah. have escalated. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what you want to see from those characters. And yeah, Jeremy Strong yeah. just nothing. 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 So that's I, I, I found I was that was sort of fine for him though because he's very meticulous and stuff like like he's very smart. And he's, yeah. He, I did get that. He's not the sort. He's not a thug. No. So but he, then, didn't, he didn't need to resort to thug. But he needs thuggery. Even if he he's not the thug, he needs a couple of guys standing behind him with like yeah, a fucking his massage crabs. Yeah, but they did nothing. They did nothing. They disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> they came in three quarters into the film and then were gone about twenty minutes later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. They were there for one half a scene. And you yeah. saw like three quarters of their heads. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that was it. Like yeah. No, you need something. That that shows that yeah. menace. Give me a side scene where you go, oh, this is why this guy is to be feared. Or mm. and you saw that with McConaughey, like even a couple of those yeah. unreliable scenes where he's, you know, they tell a story and they recant it. Yeah. He looks menacing. He looks like it. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck, that guy could actually do that shit. Yeah. The whole lion in the jungle scene. Yeah. The and even his flashback. The flashback when he was yeah, yeah yeah. So and he got the machete out. Yeah. That was yeah badass. Yeah. So there's that. That's the kind of stuff that you that builds the character. And Jeremy Strong just. Yeah, but yeah, and we talked about it earlier, but yeah, the 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 narration for two thirds of the movie, too long. Yeah, do that for twenty minutes and then catch up to the story. Yeah, that, I'm it's curious just, what your score is going to be now. There's oh, a lot of yeah, yeah. it's going to be obvious. I think, I think yeah, there's just too much that like when it caught up and was that last third of the movie, fantastic. Yeah, I loved that part. Sort of brought me back in when it started to happen real time. Yeah. Um, rather than two guys sitting around a very fancy barbecue table, which that's really it's I actually fucking, oh, their discourse. I, I was fucking great. lost my shit when Hugh Grant touches. <laughs> ah, fuck! Careful, Fletcher. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> like the, those those brief those moments in the breaking in narration where it's just uh, Hugh Grant and Charlie Hunnam talking. Yep. It, Works spectacularly for yeah. the humor to break up some of the seriousness. Sure. Their chemistry was very good. Yeah, yeah. I think. And I will say, sitting my, in the cupboard, wanking into a wanking, wanking into a hanky. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I'm going to bed, Fletcher. Oh, can I come with you? <laughs> I, I will say one final thing on this one, as far as negatives concerned. I don't think this is this film is as clever as it thinks it is. And like a lot of Guy Ritchie films are very smart, especially that last turn where it's like, oh, here's what's actually happened. Yeah. You know, it's and they go through. It's kind of like the the twist at the end of like the Ocean's movies. Yeah. It's like a, here's how we did the actual heist. And I, I think you watch it and you go, oh, that's it. That's that's the yeah. reveal. Oh, okay. Bit of a waste. And it, it kind of just peters out at the end as well. There's a like a lot of stuff left unsaid right at the end of the film. Mm. And I don't think it tied it up as, as nicely mm. as some of the other Guy Ritchie films have. So there we go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I think for you. I think Jeremy Strong might be my worst part of this film. Fair. I think yes. the music was fitting. Music was, was good. Very, yeah. very, like stylish to the style of this film. Like it fits so well. And he's always done that like, yeah. iconic music that you know, he's made it iconic just yeah. by fitting it into his films. It's really good. Exactly. I think maybe Henry Golding fell a bit flat for me. I get. Okay. Like I would have liked more of him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And even like just. Because I fucking love him More Colin Farrell Yeah Because he's so fucking good He needed much much more To do in this film Like everything he did He fucking crushed it And he stole every scene He was in Like Hugh Grant Yeah More on those two characters Mm -hmm. Yeah Um, It sort of reminded me Have you seen In Bruges? Yes Here Judy, I reckon you would actually. Uh, I maybe. Still have, uh, it's it's pretty slow It's going to be Whiplash to watch And Blade Runner 2049 4K Okay well, I don't know if In Bruges yes. did a 4K. Sounds like that's the only way you'll, you'll watch that now. <laughs> we can just write 4K. <laughs> just 4Ks. 
Don't um, put three. Yeah. <laughs> three would be. Oh, no. yeah. so, uh, That's Mar- why they went straight Eddie. to four. They went two, four. Eight. Speaking of the scene where Eddie Martin Always talking double. to the, the van that's parked out of the front yeah. room as well. Oh, he's spunk bubble. <laughs> when he wakes up in the morning and Colin oh, Farrell's yeah. just got tea and he just goes, all right, you want to have this? Do you want to have this? There's one with sugar, one with right. <laughs> I'm like, pure gentleman, Colin Farrell, but it's like, you're not going to like that. And then you see from the van, ah! and then they're like, oh, we all know what bit that is. <laughs> I and, love- he's, and he's talking to uh, was it Charlie, yeah, Charlie yeah. Hunnam and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> can't look away. You can't unsee that, oh, can you? That shit's going to be fucking with you with life. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny. I was genuinely oh, laughing man. at that. His face watching the video is like, Horror and disgust, much like the Lamington fucking chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, much like that. Same experience. Exact. Shall we go into spoilers, yes. gentlemen? Sure, gentlemen. Spoilers, gentlemen. Gentlemen. Uh, I, I like the. I didn't necessarily see the twist coming in regards to the body that we see coming. You know, falling from the mm. balcony is the son of a mm. Russian mobster who then tries to kill Matthew McConaughey at the end. Yeah, yeah. that was sort of eh. I didn't, and I, see that's and this is my yeah. problem. Like, there's this is one of those threads that was left undone. Yeah. Normally, what happens in a in a Guy Ritchie film is everybody fucking dies or gets arrested, yeah. and there's like one or two guys left standing. Mm. In this film, it was just like it's like there's not almost this, <laughs> and and this one it's like almost like there's this oh it could be a sequel kind of thing, and it's like well no don't say they it. won't do it. No, they won't. But yeah. it's it's kind of like that. Oh, who what happened to the Russian oligarch? Because he didn't just send. Four guys, and that's it. Yeah, he's an oligarch who's had his son killed. He's going to send fucking everybody. Yeah, so uh, it's just a little bit frustrating that that was. Oh no, they're dead and film over. Well, I like it. Sort of starts with the whole thing as Hugh Grant selling a script. Yes, essentially, you see which him at is the end of the film. Yeah, speaking of Miramax. which is this story. Did you see the poster in the background? Uh, Man, Man from Uncle. Uncle. Yeah, <laughs> another guy, Richie film, which is actually I, not I, a bad I film. That film. Yeah. yeah. Second time around is not that great. I watched uh, the, I watched the movies, loved it. Started watching it again. I did not get through it. Yeah, just I watched a couple of times. Maybe it was just a sexy maybe film. Wasn't in the mood. It's a sexy film. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> um, it sort of carries that Hugh Grant selling a script. Yeah. Yeah. So if he's not around, he gets sort of taken by Charlie Hunnam at yeah. the end. It was like Buenos Tardes, Fletcher, and he takes him presumably to kill him. Yeah. The script won't, like the sequel won't happen if he's not there to sell it. Yeah, no, he needs to be. In it. Yeah, and yeah. that's yeah, and that's the Super last line of the film. Bang. Oh, yeah. we got Fletcher. Yeah, and then they close the door and then presumably bang. So, yeah, because he yeah. says any chance, and then she shuts the door because he yeah. did that earlier in the film. Yeah, he's like any chance, and she says, "No, get the fuck out of my office." Yeah, <laughs> Michelle Dockery in a Cockney accent. I don't think they would have. She's fucking beautiful. Mm. Oh yeah, she's wearing some. Mm. Mm. Uh, tight clothes I don't think Hugh Grant's character Would have been killed Because when you find out At the end That Jeremy Strong's character Has, has sort of indeed Been putting Sort of dry eyes And the hair and empire On to Matthew McConaughey He's like Cool you have to pay me How many million dollars Or whatever He had to pay McConaughey 275 million And give him a pound of flesh I don't know I think it was Or a pound of flesh No, no it was both yeah. And oh. Yeah And because it was the that gets him even for fucking him around, yeah. and then but you you hurt my wife, yeah. and that's the uh, kind of flesh, yeah, so. yeah. So I don't think they would have killed Hugh Grant. Why not? No, they, they if they didn't kill Jeremy Strong, they wouldn't kill Hugh Grant. Taking a pound of flesh out of your body would probably send you into shock. Yeah, not in a freezer. <laughs> yes, in a freezer. I mean, just sit on the even cold more slab, so. Just, yeah. <laughs> no, because you can just give him a heap of toes. Toes. How a, many toes? A, how do you big think are your a toes? <laughs> a pound. Yeah, it's like two or three toes. Get <laughs> <laughs> some big fat toes. <laughs> They're like half a foot for normal people. Quick question: Where would you take a pound of flesh from <laughs> to give Matthew McConaughey? I'd take a butt cheek. <laughs> a butt cheek? Yeah, yeah. But I oh, use them every day. You can get an implant put. But in. I use my butt cheeks every day. I probably, probably, probably get like my- a balloon or something just to replace <laughs> it. <laughs> Whoopee cushion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you inflate my ass, please? <laughs> I don't know. That's I, a very good question. I think yeah. the butt cheek is probably the... Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, you use it a lot, but you could definitely get an implant. Yeah. Yeah, you could be... I would say stomach for me, but you're going to bleed a lot. Yeah. You're going to bleed a lot from anywhere. Not from your butt cheek. No, yes, ass goes to your blood. 
The last ghost of your blood, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it first. <laughs> All right, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. The show's <laughs> over. Yeah. As, as soon as ours came out, I'm like, well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Commit to it. I like it. Uh, I don't know how much more we can talk about this without sort of... I reckon it's definitely it's worth a, it's seeing. Fa- it's definitely it's fantastic. It's so fun. fun. We, we went to it as well. They I gave us scotch with the, little, uh, with the little ice cubes, guns. Shaped like guns. Ice cubes, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was awesome. Yeah, look... Uh, I I enjoyed it mm. to to an extent, but I think there's been a there's so much borrowed from his other gangster films and yeah. other films in general that I just think like I, I've always liked Guy Ritchie films because they're progressing things, they're mm. trying something different and doing, you know, just taking a different twist on it. This was just too much. Like, mm. oh, I'll just do all of these things because they've worked. It's, no, you've done these storylines, you've done this stuff. It's yeah. I need need something new, and there wasn't enough new for me. Yeah, maybe I'm. At an advantage because I've only seen snatch of his like gangster yeah. movies. Mm. That's uh, all. Look, if you like this, go watch uh, like Layer Cake's a very serious film by mm. comparison. Um, Layer Cake's got a very similar similar storyline, and go and watch Rock and Roller. Both yep. those two. That's this is the combination of those two. It's got the comedy of Rock and Roller and the serious side of of Layer Cake, mm. and that's where you're at. I, I think they're both better films um, if you watch them yeah uh, I know Rock and Roller was panned at the time but yeah. like by comparison this is I, I think this is a weaker film than, than that yeah mm. there we go scores scores I oh, I, I do have, also oh, yeah. have uh, Ian's uh, uh-huh. little review because uh, yes. uh, he was not able to be here today um, so give me two seconds I thought to- the prayers go out to his mini I don't know <laughs> I assume um, he's doing something with his car. So, uh, Ian would like to say uh, it was equal parts gripping and hilarious. Um, a really top shelf Cockney gangster flick, bigger and better than Snatch. Mm-hmm. This that's, man. That's also what we wrote in our email to Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, a, a strong review. I don't know about better than Snatch. I mean, Snatch is fucking perfect. Does, does he give it a score? He does. he does. Okay. It doesn't count because he's not here, though. I'd probably give it a <laughs> hmm, 8.5 out of 10. That's decent. Decent. Yeah, there we go. I had a, I had so much fun with this movie. Okay, I liked taking Cat to it because she had never seen a Guy Ritchie monster movie. How did she like it? No. She loved it. Yeah, okay. she liked it so much she wanted to watch Snatch, yeah, and okay. I tried to get her to watch yeah. Snatch so many times. But it was after eight thirty, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of told this story beforehand. Get for like weekends away. Where's Cat? Eight thirty. Ah, better. Ah, better. She said she. We fell asleep. Like, she fell asleep 13 minutes into Snatch. Yeah. She's like, oh, I fell asleep. What the fuck was I thinking starting a movie after 8.30? <laughs> I, I know the feeling. It's true. I was watching something after day. 9 o'clock last night and Hannah was already Rough. falling asleep. Yeah. Rough. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard life being a, an adult. <laughs> um, I, I agree with Ian. It was very gripping and, and amusing. I had a lot of fun. I laughed out loud multiple times. Mm. And I liked the chemistry of... All the characters together. Colin Farrell is enough to to bump this up a few points. Farrell and yeah. uh, and Grant. what's his face Grant. Yes, they Amazing. they are both. They they definitely give this an extra mm-hmm. uh, half a point at least. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm going to give eight point five as well. Wow. Yeah. Strong. Who's next, me? Gentlemen, I think you. Strong. Right. Yeah. Uh, my parents in law also love this film. This is one of the best films that I've recommended. They're not for. here. Their scores don't count. That's fine. <laughs> um. My mother-in-law actually like high-pitched screamed when the train hit the... the oh, yeah. Track. Cat, hands to her face. <laughs> She's like... <gasps> She's like, did Ollie say anything? Did he hear any like high-pitched scream come from the cinema? I'm like... I was gone. When... Sorry, it just reminded me about one of Matthew McConaughey's best lines. It's like, you really got to start investing in some parachutes. I'm sensing a trend. After two people have fallen from things. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this film My only negative is the opening title card sequence uh, If this film came out in 2019 It mm. would be my film of the year It is wow. 9.6 The mm. highest possible score What? Really? I love what? this film So it's 9.6 with the detriment of the opening credits yep. I, think I mean the opening credits is a fairly small detriment Like, let's, yeah. that, He did preface that when he said it Yeah There's also no such thing as a 10 out of 10 film So 9.6 is the highest it gets then out of then. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this film. I, I, I'm I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. I'm seeing on a- 4K. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Of course. of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, what else? I, I don't know. Me and I'm in the, the the exclusive club with Paul from the Countdown. That uh, we have a 4K TV and a 4K Blu-ray player. 
I played that before. Doesn't Tom have a 4K? He does. Yeah, but he doesn't brag about it. <laughs> I would, really I would argue that's better. Yeah. Um, no, I absolutely love this film. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing it again with my wife. Um, she's very keen to watch it as well. Cool. Um, yeah, loving, it. love this film. There we go. Amazing. Nine point six from the Dudester. Buzz it in. Come on. There are several other films in the Guy Ritchie catalog that are uh-huh. better than this film. Aladdin. <laughs> Swept away. <laughs> Number one. Aladdin. <laughs> End of list. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a genie. <laughs> Negative one point. Gentlemen, no Will Smith, zero. <laughs> Where was Prince Ali? I came to a gentleman with Prince Ali. Anything he was fabulous, he's... he. <laughs> Anything he's done with Madonna. Um, no, look. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, better film. Stop yelling. <laughs> I, th- I think he's done a lot of better gangster films. I think there's a lot of better gangster films out Aladdin. there. <laughs> Stop yelling. Hard case. I don't even know King Arthur <laughs> Revolver It's a gangster movie If anything <laughs> Oh Revolver's terrible um, I, I, Yeah I think this is uh, It's The greatest hits collection mm. And if you've already seen A lot of the other gangster films As I have It, it, it falls flat because of that it's, I, I've seen that Done better elsewhere Okay so Like this review Yeah Would you rate Like let's take for instance One of the biggest bands in the world Sure Led Zeppelin Yeah Their greatest hits Would you rate this worse Because you've heard the songs before (laughs) That's Uh, actually a good way Wouldn't it Yeah Uh, Greatest hits are generally Good Because there's good stuff in them From all the good stuff Yeah but if you've already If you've already heard the original album Like getting it all over again It's just a different It's the same thing But then it's all together So you don't have to flip the vinyl You don't have to change songs You just let it play Yeah yeah it was. It's a metaphor. Just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I, I I hear where you're coming from. I just I think there's something better to to be had in the originals in the context that they were in. Gotcha. Um, so this because they're just a purist. They've muddled a lot of them together, and I just think there's there's it doesn't really find its feet until that mm-hmm. last third, uh, which is fan. Uh, fantastic. I it's love fan. that. Fan. It's fan. <laughs> fan. Just fan. Um, so I'm going to give this film a Zeben. Oh, that's seven for. <laughs> Listeners at home. <laughs> Listeners in English land. I swear to God, I've heard that word in a song before somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. Was it song called Seven? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I, I think it's it, it's a fine film. I think there's a, a, lot, a lot to like about it. Obviously, you guys have really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I, I just felt a little bit flat. I don't know if I'll watch this film ever again. Ever I, again? Don't think it's, wow. I, I don't think it's... I can't recommend it. this movie enough. I I know. I'm like, Ian and I walked out of the cinema going, this is better than Endgame. This is probably... At the time, of course, Star Wars oh. hadn't been out. So we were like, this is probably going to be better than Star Wars. Uh, we absolutely Better than Endgame? Yeah. yeah. I'd Endgame has I, so I, much behind it. I like yeah. Endgame. Don't get me wrong, but I... I what did you rate Endgame? Uh, scroll up, boy. Hey, don't call me boy, boy. We need to do like a, a list of all of our 9.6s and just, just make sure that we've, yeah. There's something else that, besides Aquaman in this movie that got a 9.6 that someone I'm else sure gave. there is. I've given a 9.6. You've given a 9.6. I think we gave it to um to Into the Spider-Verse as well. Maybe. Uh, no, because that was Judy, you gave Aquaman. Endgame a 9.8. Did I? Yes. Whoa, what? I don't remember that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Well, change it. <laughs> Here we go wow. with up-to-date news. I don't think we I didn't think we've gone higher than a 9.6 before this. Clearly we broke the rules. And fucking Siobhan gave Fellowship of the Ring 9.7. She doesn't care. We need to we need <laughs> to She adjust. was here, so it counts. We need to adjust these scores down to fit our new scoring yeah, system. I think 9.6 is the equivalent of a 10 out of 10. Or well, clearly. Uh, is, you've yeah. given Batman 1989 9.8. <laughs> You, we made a mold after these two movies. Clearly. I don't believe. If that. anything, we know that Duty broke the mold. So yeah. yeah, here we go. He made the mold. He can break the mold. <laughs> there we go. Keeping it real. That's, Keeping it statistically uh, anomalous. Right. So statistically, you should go see this movie. Two people loved it. One people. Oh, Ian loved it as well. I mean, he's not here. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> I liked it. I didn't love it. I, I will say I liked it. That's that's gotcha. That's okay. fair. Three people liked Seven's it. A good One score. person loved it. Yes. We Go have a new review. It. Go see it. We have a review. Woohoo! First review of 2020. Yeah. Uh, actually came through on the 2nd of January and it reads Star Wars plus other stuff, five out of five stars. We really like this show's diversity in topics. Let's face it, <laughs> we're nerds and we have a wide range of likes, and most of the time these guys are talking about it too. Great show, great chemistry, and that's from Pat and Charles at the at Conversation. 
Street. Conversations. <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars podcast. Conversation Star Wars podcast. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Conversations podcast. Conversations. Nice. SW is in capital. So it's a Star uh, Wars conversation podcast. Nice. They're actually really, really cool guys. Really, really nice guys. Check out their fucking podcast because anything Star Wars, I mean, unless it's toxic fandom, is great. <laughs> Thank you, Pat and Charles. We love hearing reviews. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets. Don't pat Charles, though. <laughs> He doesn't like it. Pat and Charles. <laughs> yeah. Pat Charles. The and. The ampersand. Oh, between them I, separates I, saw, them. I saw some dude get completely roasted on Twitter. He was like, Star Wars, if you're a Star Wars fan, if you've seen the movies and read the books and read the comic books, you're not a Star Wars fan. And this dude just got completely fucking did roasted. You get, was it you? Did you get roasted on Twitter? <laughs> was it you? <laughs> we some dude. What the fuck some, some guy, like, it just did whatever. Some weirdo. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty hot, though. <laughs> Doesn't matter you weren't there <laughs> I wasn't But you're including me <laughs> No I'm not In your Not roasting. anymore Get out You're not ah, yes. uh, uh, Anyway guys That has been our podcast Thank you very much For listening We're back We next know time. You have a choice When listening to Pop Culture Podcast And you clearly pick the one With nerd in the title <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't Edited that in any way Shape or form Oh my god There's an ant on my microphone <laughs> It's the, it's the lamington <laughs> chips That's how we get ants uh, If you did enjoy the show Feel free to leave a review On the podcasting app You're listening to Unless it's Spotify Because for some reason They don't allow you To leave reviews And we'll be sure To read them out on the show Just like Pat and Charles From the Conversation Podcast That's a mouthful it, it, Once I figured out How to say it I'm like yeah. cool um, it's, it's in the brain yeah. but like First time you say it You're like What? It's very <laughs> conversational <laughs> If you saw the gentleman And uh, have your thoughts on it put it, in the, put it in the comments On this person We'll read it out next mm, This person if you know someone who might enjoy the show, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd and you can find us on all social media channels on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Shaken Not Nerd or on Twitch at Shaken underscore not underscore noob. I've been Ollie and I've been podcasting. Yes, you have. Thank you. Well. Thank you. <laughs> Sign much. off. I've been Duty. Go see Gentlemen. It's fantastic. It's I've been thick. I've been Fuzzy and I've been filling in. <laughs> He's filling in. <laughs> He's filling in. <laughs>